welcome back to Crime Cults and Coffee. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Bryn. And I'm sick again. (laughs) (laughs) I literally can't win. I guess I do work at an urgent care during flu season, but like, it's not COVID, but it fucking sucks. (laughs) And my voice just sounds like hell. You definitely have some kind of infection because it started in your eyeball. Yup. <laughs> yeah, that was fun to wake up to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, here Hope we are. Hope everyone's holiday was great no matter what you celebrated. We yeah. enjoyed our week off. Yeah, we're in that weird in-between stage between Christmas and New Year's where you're like, what do I do with myself? <laughs> you know? <laughs> do you have any New Year's plans? Uh, not that I know of yet. Okay. I think... Mom was talking to Aunt Lisa about New Year's Day being our fam jam celebration thing with them, but uh-huh. I didn't know, Carson didn't know if you guys would be around because yeah. you're going away, right? Yeah, we're going to Pittsburgh now. Fun. I, I miss my family. Yeah. And we're going to move our Christmas to then because I can come now. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. So it'll be nice. So anything else we want to talk about before we get into our coffee review? Yeah, I have a Netflix recommendation that me and Carson have been watching. I actually have two. Okay. Um, okay, so the one that we've been watching is Sex Ed. Okay. Which is really fucking good. We're, like, obsessed with it, and it, like, we were cracking up in last night's episode. Like, it's funny. It's a comedy? Yeah. Okay. It's, like, about high school age kids and, like, going through, like, figuring out, like, if they're queer or they're gay or they're straight or they're bisexual, and it's, like, everybody's each, like, different thing, and it's so cute but, like, funny. Um, And then we're also, I'm also watching, Carson yelled at me because I continued without him. I'm watching Selling Sunset. (laughs) He was so nice. mad, and I was like, you're really mad that I'm watching Selling Sunset without you? And he's like, we started that together, you would be pissed if I did that. I was like, okay, relax. Aww. He's so mad. Did you, st- did you start that one? No, not yet, but right That's now good. I'm watching, I'm re-watching the OA. Oh, rewatching it, okay. Yeah, I'm in season two again. It's so good. And that, oh god, I've been in a hole online looking if it's gonna come back or not because there were possible Easter eggs on the pages of the creators really? of the show hinting that, and people are thinking it's a hint that it might come back. Oh my god. In which case, please, because I'm be even amazing. more obsessed than ever. That'd be amazing. Yeah, and what else have I been watching? Uh, Grey's Anatomy, Station 19, there was a whole, whole crossover with it the last couple weeks, and I'm traumatized and devastated. With Grey's? I've been thinking about it for days. It's a crossover between Grey's and Station 19. Oh, okay. But I'm devastated. (laughs) Grey's used to really get me when I watched it. I stopped watching after, I'm not gonna be a spoiler, but I stopped watching after a bad event happened. Yeah. And... I haven't turned it on since then, except for, like, when you guys have been watching it at home. Well, this was another very bad event, more so from Station 19, but it involved both. Yeah. And it's been lingering in my mind, like, I knew the person. (laughs) And, like, he's a real person. He or she is a real person. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also, another one that I've been obsessed with that you told me to watch, or listen to, did I already talk about this? We already did. I'm just blowing through the seasons of Something Was Wrong. Yeah. Yeah, It is so fucking good. I know. I'm all done with it. I'm just waiting. She's amazing. I think I'm on season, like, five. Aww. I've been blowing through it and, like, listening during times where I'm not in my car, which I never do with podcasts Mm -hmm. because I'm, like, always in my car driving. 
And it's so fucking good. So I love good. her. Me too. She's amazing. She's cool. We have to tag her in this. Yeah, for sure. We did. I did last time. Yeah. She's nice. All right. So let's get into our coffee review. Yes. So today we're drinking Kawaii Coffee again. We reviewed them way in the beginning. Yeah, it was really early on. Literally probably like episode two like, or three or something like that. Yeah. It was one of our first reviews, and we did, back then, we did Coconut Caramel Crunch. Which we loved. Which was, I still buy it. <laughs> I have too. I have the pods at home. Yeah, house. they're so good. Yeah, but this week is Vanilla Macadamia Nut, right? Yeah. And, again, they use, like, their pods are, um, uh... Like, eco-friendly. Yeah, 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 compostable, and... They, it says, like, 35% less plastic because, obviously, the top part yeah, is... Yeah, it's just the rim instead yeah. of, like, the whole cup. Yeah. So cool. What are you thinking about this one? I like this one. I really like their coffee. I don't know. I think for a flavored coffee that you buy at, like, a grocery store, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't taste, like, artificial to me. Agreed. Yeah. It's It doesn't have that bitter, chemical, fake... Te- yeah. yeah. I think I... Like the caramel coconut crunch better than this one, yeah, but I, I still really like this one. I definitely taste the macadamia. Yeah, like the hint of macadamia I, and my, the vanilla. My um, my taste may be a little altered right now because I can't breathe through my nose, <laughs> but I taste the vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it smells more like vanilla than yeah. macadamia. And on their website, it's look it's cute. I'm looking now. You can shop by, like, dark roast, flavored coffee, medium roast, medium to dark roast, and it's, like, they have it all in separate categories, so you can, like, pick out which one you like instead of just, like, one that you think sounds good. And what's their website again? Their website is store, S-T-O-R-E, dot com, and kwai is spelled K-A-U-A-I, store dot com. And their Instagram is Kawaii Coffee Co. So the same way Kelsey spelled it, Coffee C-O. Yeah. I think this would be, I know Christmas already happened, but it would be a nice gift to get, like, somebody a bag of coffee that you really like yourself. So I'd recommend trying them out and then buying it for your family. Yeah. They definitely have some really cool sounding flavor or notes, flavors, whatever you want to call it, because they probably are artificial. Yeah. uh, Of their coffee. And I feel like... In general, Hawaiian coffee is delicious. Yeah. They even have an option to do a coffee subscription on their website, which I love. I love subscriptions as a gift for people. I think it's, like, really cool. It's a gift that literally keeps giving every month. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, should we say our rating together? Okay. And see? Yeah. Wait, wait. Yeah, I need to take one more sip. Hold on. Awkward pause. Okay. Three, two, one. Seven. Seven. (laughs) <laughs> now people know we're not lying <laughs> exactly the same every fucking time we must have the same coffee palette i swear there's no other be. explanation it's meant to be that's amazing <laughs> we were meant to <laughs> review coffee on a podcast maybe that's a bad thing maybe <laughs> we think that everyone has our palette <laughs> Well, we've said before, everyone's different, yeah. you know? Yeah. But the ones that we rate super, super high, I think are at least, like, oh, tryable, so you good. know? The ones that we've rated really high, people in the family that, like, are around while we're trying the coffee also love it. Uh, yeah. Not to bring back 
to one of the more recent ones. Again, I feel like we give him a shout out in every Dylan? episode. <laughs> yeah, shout out Dylan <laughs> from um, Edgar Allan Joe. <laughs> Dylan. The Gold Bug Roast is so probably has two cups left of coffee in it. Really? Like in the bag. In the bag? Yeah, because everyone's just been drinking it like crazy oh in the my house. God, Mom so made it good. the other day. I was drinking it all day yesterday. Oh my god, that's so good. And then <laughs> yeah. the other one, the the rocket fuel from um Sweet Leaf. Yeah. So I still haven't gotten good. it yet. I know, and I sent I sent Bryn um one for her birthday, which was by the time you're hearing this a very long time ago. <laughs> probably a month ago they were like i got this email like we're freshly roasting it now i'm like yes it's gonna be delivered by her birthday no haven't heard a thing so i think i'm gonna call them i'm also a little scared that well it's been sitting somewhere yeah yeah and it's and the ice pack is now not an ice pack and it's (laughs) i'm gonna get it and it's gonna be all like spoiled consolidated ew i'm gonna call them (laughs) yeah i've been nervous with that with all packages i don't i get it's the holiday season and stuff whatever yeah but uh, I ordered stuff from three separate places mid-November tor- or towards, like, beginning of, like, November 20th or something like that. Yeah. Still haven't gotten any of them. Oh, my God. And Timo every day is getting Amazon packages, and I'm like, where the fuck is my stuff? Amazon is, like, another level. Yeah. Like, literally, Well, it's they the have their own day. trucks and shit, yeah. so. It's crazy. Yeah. All, All right. right. So, so, let's get into it. Ready? <laughs> so, grab, grab your, your coffee, coffee and have, have a morning with us. Okay, so today's case that we're covering is that of Otto Warmbier. He was born December 12th, 1994 as Otto Frederick Warmbier. His parents were Cynthia and Fred Warmbier. He was the eldest of three children and born in Cincinnati, Ohio. He was considered to be popular and studious great at playing soccer and swimming, and he was also prom king. I feel like he was a very well-rounded kid. Yeah, like, I was people just liked the same him. adjective in my head. Yeah, <laughs> he was smart, he was athletic, like, very well-rounded. Mm-hmm. So, here's a quote from one of his classmates. Quote, despite the popular circle, given his athletic prowess, classic good looks, and unending charisma... He felt like everyone's friend, which is so nice. He attended Wyoming High School and graduated as salutatorian. Amazing. Then he went to the University of Virginia London School of Economics. There he pursued a double major in commerce and economics, minored in global sustainability, and I feel like he not only cared about people, but he just, like, cared in general. In general, general like, yeah. about the well-being of the world yeah. and everything, yeah. He was active in Halil, which is the largest Jewish campus organization in the world, and he was a member of Theta Chi fraternity. Otto was very interested in other cultures, again, just, like, just so, well-rounded. And he was so young, too. yeah. He visited Israel, which was his birthright trip, Europe, Cuba, and Ecuador. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I love that he was so into so independent, though. Yeah. Like, I would never leave, like, the state, let alone (laughs) the United States. By myself. When I was 21 by myself. Yeah. That's insane. That's just really cool. And I feel like he probably just had so much knowledge from 
yeah. being I- involved in all that different like seeing cultural yeah that. yeah and taking it in and yeah. I love that December 29th 2015 Warmbier visited North Korea as part of a tour that was guided by the Young Pioneer Tour Group that is terrifying fucking scary as hell like i i would be i would have freaked out enough to go to like like you said, a country, a different country by myself, let alone North, North Korea. Korea, which we are literally, like, even then things were not good with us in them. Yeah. Like, that's, that's fucking terrifying. That's very scary. So, Fred Otto's father said that this company advertised a safe trip for U.S. citizens. I don't, I don't know, know how. you can even, like, How can you advertise that? that? How can you advertise that? They can literally do anything they want there. And make it look like something else. That literally is scary. As Not hell. to mention the fact that this person advertising it, it could be false advertisement just right. to like lure people over it's, there. Well, I read somewhere that tours like this for people outside of the people that lived in North Korea was one of the biggest ways that North Korea made money. Like so oh, they wow. had they had no reason to like sabotage these kinds of things. So they were considered somewhat safe, but just me as an American citizen, I'd be horrified to go. But it's also strange that, like, I mean, you hear store you hear stories about the way the United States and the people of the U.S. Yeah. are portrayed there. So yeah. why would they willingly invite U.S. citizens in? Right to see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's I don't just understand. very, very shady and scary. Yeah. So, he was doing a study abroad program in Hong Kong and decided to visit North Korea on the way. He flew with 10 other U.S. citizens in this group for a five-day tour of North Korea, which is a short trip, but still. Short, yeah. Yeah. They celebrated New Year's Eve by visiting Pyongyang's Kim Il-sung Square, and the group returned to the Yanggakdo International Hotel and some were still drinking. Warmbier allegedly tried to steal a propaganda poster from a staff-only area at the hotel at 2 a.m. on New Year's Day. This where shit gets real. Whether this was him or not, I don't, I don't know. But, like, the fact that everything that unfolded after that act, it just blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Like, that was what was done for this, all of the rest of the story to unfold. It's insanity. I feel like it was just a reason to attack to him. for this to happen. Well, it was a law, you know, like it was a law there that you like the serious repercussions, but like I think he was framed basically. Yeah. So January 2nd, 2016, he was arrested at the Pyongyang International Airport. He was attempting to leave North Korea like with his group of people when he was arrested and charged with subverge, subversion. He, somebody in his group said that he literally was, like, standing in line to, like, go onto the plane, and two officials came over and, like, tapped him on the shoulder and just carried him away. That is horrifying, especially when you're so close to leaving. Yeah. I'll talk some more about that in a little bit, but basically, if you don't know what subversion is, um, this is a Wikipedia quote, it refers to a process by which the values and principles of a system in place are contradicted or reversed in an attempt to transform the established social order and its structures of power, authority, hierarchy, and social norms. Uh. 
So for this, he was sentenced to 15 years imprisonment with hard labor. For trying to steal a poster. 15 fucking years of hard labor. Like, what? I have no words because I'm currently thinking back to other cases we've covered where people have been murdered and they've gotten less time than that. Right. Or murdered someone and they've gotten less time Right, than like that. being... Or raped someone and they've gotten... Or been an accomplice in it. And yeah. they've gotten, like, five years. That is like, fucking mind-blowing. It's disgusting. <sighs> Danny Grattan, who was a British member of the tour group, saw the arrest happen. So this is who I was talking about earlier. And he said this, quote, No words were spoken. Two guards just came over and simply tapped Otto on the shoulder and led him away. I just kind, I just said kind of quite nervously, Well, that's the last we'll see of you. <sighs> there was a great irony in those words. That was it. That was the last physical time I saw Otto ever. Otto didn't resist. He didn't look scared. He sort of half smiled. Oh my gosh. She probably thought like, oh, they're going to give me like a slap on the wrist and I'm going to go home. Yeah. And little did his friend know in the group. Oh. How horrible. Oh my God. When the tour group's plane was about to leave, the official came onto the plane and said, Otto is very sick and he's been taken to the hospital. What the fuck? So that's what they were told. Yeah. When they were leaving North Korea. Like, on the plane, the official came on and said this. I'm sorry. There's no way in hell I would ever leave someone by themselves in North Korea. No. Like, someone... Again, not... I mean, not putting this on anyone. This is on no one's shoulders but the people who took him. But... Wouldn't someone stay behind and be like, okay, we're going to stay with him until he's better? Or, like, like, if you speak out, then you're the next person, you know? Like, I feel like that's how it was. If you speak out, you're going to be, the same thing's going to happen to you. They're going to do something to frame you. Or, for God's sake, I mean, too too bad he can throw up on the plane. He's going home. (laughs) I know, right? Well, he, yeah, I don't know. Korean Central News Agency announced that Warmbier was detained for a, quote, hostile act against the state, but didn't say anything else for six fucking weeks. That... I just cannot even imagine the agony that his family was going through during this time, trying to figure out what was going on with their family member. Yeah, and knowing that he was just stuck over there alone. Like, in this Not only in another country that he doesn't know, but in another country... That's, there's like, reason, at war with us. Yeah, yeah, there's reason to be absolutely terrified. Like, what? February 29th of 2016, Warmbier read from a statement confessing that he tried to steal the propaganda poster that read, quote, let's arm ourselves strongly with Kim Jong-il's patriotism. Obviously, it was in Korean, but um, that was the translation of it. But in the video... Of him giving this statement, mm-hmm. he's literally reading word for word from a paper. Like, made to read word for right. word from a paper. Right. It was never known if this was a true confession or if it was forced. Former prisoners in North Korea that were eventually gotten, had gotten out said that they were forced to make false confessions like this. Well, yeah. Like, I just can't even imagine what they said to him to say, like, do this or this will happen. Like, it'll be worse for you if you don't falsify the confession. I mean, but even so, even if, like, he's reading, oh, I tried to steal a propaganda poster. 
Right. It's not even a fucking serious thing. No. I mean, there it might be, or or in this situation right. with a U.S. citizen involved, it might be. Right. But even, like, being forced to say a statement like that, like, he's probably thinking, well, not at that point, cause it's been six weeks of God knows what, yeah. but big fucking deal, like, he tried to steal a propaganda poster. Right. I know, and it's, like, a thing there. I feel like if like, U.S. citizens were to go there, they would do things not even knowing it was against the law. Right. Like... He was probably thinking, like, oh, this will be, like, a cool memorabilia to have at home on my wall or something. Right. And, like, in America, that happens. You get fined at the very most. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, moving on to the trial and after, March 16th, 2016, Warm Beer was tried and convicted in North Korea's Supreme Court. There was a blurry CCTV video released on March 18th, timestamped 1.57 a.m., showing a figure removing a poster from the wall and putting it on the floor. Yeah. So he didn't even really steal it. He literally just took it down. And a, a blurry figure and that who knows they're if saying it's him. If that's him. Yeah. Like, what? Warmbier said he left it on the ground after he realized it was too large to carry away, which, again, who knows if he was forced to say that. And even if he wasn't and that's what happened, okay. He literally took it off the wall and put it on the ground. Yeah, yeah. March 2016, which was two months after he was arrested, Warmbier fell into a coma with an quote-unquote unconfirmed cause. Fred and Cindy were in contact with a ton of Obama administration officials to attempt to get their son back. Thank God for Fred and Cindy, like, yeah, just being vigilant just about it. Yeah. June 13th, 2017, Secretary of State Rex Tillerson announced that North Korea released warm beer. On June 6th, North Korea officials told U.S. officials that warm beer had contracted botulism after his sentencing, and he fell into a coma after taking a sleeping pill. Which, where did he get the sleeping pill unless it was provided by them? Right. That's the biggest thing for me, because botulism in a country like that, yes, it can happen. I feel like pretty easily. But a sleeping pill? Like, he doesn't just have them. Yeah, and why would you provide that to him if that were the case? Right. The coma lasted over a year, and North Korea didn't even disclose his medical condition until June of 2017. That's fucking insane. That is so fucking scary to me that that's even, like, that it even happened. Right, and if that was even the condition. Right. He was evacuated from Pyongyang Friendship Hospital and taken to University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Warmbier was transported to the United States, and when he landed, his family went on to the plane to see him. I can't. They probably... I bet you those stairs weren't even down, or the platform wasn't even down, and they were, like, they on, were that on that fucking plane. plane. Yeah. yeah. His mom said that he looked completely different. His head was shaved. He had a feeding tube in. His arms and legs were, quote-unquote, totally deformed. And it looked like his bottom teeth were rearranged with pliers. That is fucking horrendous. Yeah, and I didn't mention this later, but the postmortem, like, coroner did note on the teeth being, like, out of place on the bottom. Yeah. I'm gonna throw up. I know. Like, this is literally the most terrifying thing ever. I don't know why it's so scary to me. Would botulism explain any of that? We'll get into that. Okay. But yes. 
Warmbier's sister ran off the plane screaming. Uh, I can only imagine. That probably traumatized her so... Not even, not to mention his parents, but, like... Like, you go so on to see your brother that you haven't seen in fucking forever, and, and like he's, like, that... And different person. I just... I that can't. is so beyond disturbing and disgusting, and just... How do you do something like that to a human? I, I To another human being. I don't understand that. I have no idea. So, now we're gonna get on to his medical condition... Warbeer's doctors in the United States said that he was in a vegetative state, which meant he was able to breathe on his own and blink his eyes, but there was no sign of awareness to his environment. So, for example, he didn't understand language. He couldn't follow commands. It was just, like, if they would say, blink your eyes, he wouldn't, he couldn't do that. Records from North Korean hospitals say that he has been in the state since April of 2016. One month after he was convicted. So, one month of... So, what's the point of even keeping, keeping him, him in your country without that much letting longer? the United States know? Yeah. Like, they could have intervened. Yeah. Potentially. I don't know. What the fuck? The United States doctors also received MRIs of his brain that were taken in North Korea. This was... Uh, there was extensive loss of brain tissue that's consistent with a cardiopulmonary event. So, a cardiopulmonary event, for example, would be like a heart attack. The brain is deprived of oxygen for a period of time, causing the brain tissue to die. Another example of what could happen to cause a cardiopulmonary event is um, poisonous gas. So, it's really anything that, like, stops the flow of oxygen to the brain. This is my speculation, but this man was tortured. Yes. I 100% believe he was. Yeah. They are unsure what caused the heart attack, but hypothesize that it could have been due to a respiratory arrest. God, so, poor guy. I feel so bad for him. Like, just what he went through, I can't even imagine. Respiratory arrest is when the person slows down their breathing or completely stops breathing, and as a result, there's not enough oxygenated blood to supply the vital organs like the brain. So, like, when you hear of somebody overdosing, especially with, like, heroin, Uh their respiratory rate slows down so much that they just don't get enough oxygen and they die. To their brain, yeah. Yeah, so that's what they're saying is what they think happened to him. The U.S. doctors also checked for signs of torture and abuse to warm beer, such as, like, recent fractures in the neck or scars, but they said there was no signs of this, even, like, healing fractures. I would say deformed arms and legs and teeth that are in different positions are probably signs of torture. I think that they mastered ways to torture people without there being, like, medical proof. Yeah. And I think that's what happened to him. Well, you... I mean, if someone is that sick and demented and does it enough, yeah. Yeah. North Korea claims that he had botulism. So, botulism is a foodborne toxin that paralyzes the body... This can include the muscles from the thorax or, like, the chest, which can contribute to his difficulty breathing and then eventually death. Mm -hmm. This is a common cause of death for people that have botulism, if untreated. They said that the botulism combined with warm beers taking of the sleeping pill would have slowed down breathing even further and caused him to eventually go into that vegetative state. There was no evidence of botulism when he got to the United States, but it very well could have, like, been cleared from his system at that point. Like a year later. Yeah. Yeah. If North Korea claims that botulism is partially the cause of his brain damage, there are two things that you can argue with that. There is an antidote 
for botulism that could easily could have been given to him. So they found him paralyzed with this botulism, and they didn't give him the antidote. Like, why? Yeah, and, like, he thought he had it. You're claiming he had it since April or whatever, a month later. Then why'd you just sit on that? And just watch him have this. Yeah, and if for some reason you didn't have the antidote, then that would have been more reason to call him and get him back. Like, call the U.S. and get him back. Right. And the second reason is even if there was no antidote given, he could have been resuscitated and had ventilatory support to supply the oxygen to the brain and prevent the damage. So basically, they could have given him, like, um, like he could have been on a vent at the hospital, uh-huh. and, like, they could have resuscitated him in that moment where his breathing stopped to the point where it wouldn't have caused the brain damage. But clearly... They didn't care about They didn't care. All. He was yeah. probably locked in a room somewhere... In a cell. ...where yeah. nobody even looked at him, and then they came in and said, this is what happened. If that even was what happened. Right. It could have, but was it? Like, I don't right. know. Oh, my God. That's so sickening. It's disgusting. I feel... And there's... The scariest part to me is, like, there is no repercussions of this action because it happened outside of our country. Mm-hmm. Like, his family doesn't get any justice for what happened. But that doesn't really make sense because there's plenty of cases where people are extradited from other countries to be held accountable in another country. Right. For what they did. But I guess because... They were under the role. Yeah, and they're separated from everyone that's... Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So... Um, concerning Warmbier's death, his parents requested that the feeding tube be removed and he died shortly after at 2.20 p.m. on June 19th, 2017 at only 22 years old. That literally makes me want to cry. This man had a whole life to live. He was such a good fucking human and he had to die in such a horrible way. And to see, like, the dark depths of the other side of humanity from, like, what he was. It's just so awful. Like, him being treated that way for, like, being this amazing person is just horrible. Yeah. North Korean officials said they were actually the biggest victims from Warmbier's death. This part literally made my blood boil. I was so fucking pissed writing this. I'm so angry right now. Okay. This is a quote from Wikipedia. Although we had no reason at all to show mercy to such a criminal of the enemy state... We provided him with medical treatments and care with all sincerity on human humanitarian basis until his return to the U.S., considering that his health got worse. Yeah. I'm sure you fucking did. You didn't even administer an antidote, so... That you can easily get on hand, and if not, the United States could have. Yeah. If you were being humanitarian, you would have gotten him back. And you had no reason at all to show him mercy. He was a fucking visitor to your country. Yeah. And I, I, I don't understand it. I just don't understand. That is just sickening and so gaslighty. Yeah. Like, just it's disgusting. so gaslighty. Yeah. Ugh. Oh my god. That makes, that, I'm literally nauseous. Yeah. No autopsy was performed at the request of his family, which is understandable. Yeah, I wouldn't want to know. The funeral was held at, on June 22nd, 2017 at Wyoming High School where 2,500 people attended. Like, that just shows how much so he was loved. loved. That makes me so fucking sad. Yeah. He was buried at Oak Hill Cemetery in Glendale, Ohio. And moving on to a little bit of the aftermath, 
This obviously gained a lot of political attention. And July 2017, the U.S. government said that they ban American tourists from visiting North Korea as of September 1st, 2017. I'd good. say that's a good call. Yeah. Sorry, but... I'd say that's for your own safety. They can welcome us in with open arms. Yeah. No. No. Uh, we'll just stay here and... Be fine. Keep the peace from here. Yeah. President Donald Trump said that Warmbier's death was one of these reasons. He then tweeted one week later that Warmbier was, quote-unquote, tortured beyond belief by North Korea. The coroner did an external analysis of Warmbier's body and said that he died due to interruption of oxygen to the brain and that his skin and muscle volume was in great condition given the circumstances. Which... Mm. Makes me believe that if his skin and muscle volume, like, he didn't atrophy, he really was not in a coma for that long, and it happened right before he brought, they brought him to the United States. That's disgusting. I literally can't get over this. Yeah. Warmbier's family uh, sued the North Korean government, accusing them of torture and murder. Yes. So, again, go fam. Yeah. Judge Beryl Howell handed down a default judgment ordering North Korea to pay $501 million in damages. Yeah. But it's unlikely that they will ever pay this because there's no way to force them to do that. Right, like we don't have any leverage. No, and literally, I feel like that might just cause another... War. Yeah, like blow up between... Literally. Yeah, Yeah. if they were to be like, do this or... Or, we or will. this right. happens. 2019, Warmbier's family filed a claim on a North Korean cargo ship. Sorry, I'm rocking back and forth. The light went <laughs> off. <laughs> it has been seized in Indonesia by the U.S. government in May for transporting and selling North Korean coal, which was a violation of international sanctions. So, it's funny how. They can break some laws. Yeah. But this kid can't take down a poster off a wall. Or he's a criminal and yeah. deserves 15 years of hard labor. Yeah. That really doesn't make any sense. The U.S. ordered the ship to be sold and to use that to compensate... The, con- ugh, hold on. The U.S. ordered the ship to be sold and to use that to compensate the warm beers. Which... I really hope that's the least they deserve. Fucking happened. That's the least. I don't know. I just think this whole thing is terrifying on a different level. Like we talk Definitely. about so many cases in the United States and like horrible things that happen here, and that doesn't diminish that. But this is terrifying on another level for me. I don't know why. It's just so scary to think. That- I feel like thinking about being like not even captured. That's terrifying as well, but, like, imprisoned abroad or in another country you don't know, that is horrifying. They could literally do whatever the fuck they want to you with no repercussion. Mm-hmm. Was, there's a show like that. I'm trying to look it up right now. It's oh like... Oh, God. I don't want to watch it. No, I don't know. I locked can't... up abroad. Nope. That's nope. what it's called. I can't watch it. And it was like a National Geographic show. And I think for a little while it was, it's on some streaming service. It might still be. It was nope. like on Netflix or something. And I was like, I cannot even watch this. No. I, I It's basically I survived. No. No, I can't. 
I don't know what it is with torture specifically, but it really makes me, like, nauseous and want to, like... Like, I can't, I can't even listen to it. No. Neither like, can I. I it, can't. It's just... That's just an awful thought. And the fact that people do that to each other. I mean, our whole podcast, obviously, deals with that in general. Just right. with the things humans do to the to other humans. But, like, how the fuck? I don't understand. This whole case is just so sad. Like, he had his whole life ahead of him, and that's not to, like I, like I said, to diminish somebody that, you know, didn't have their whole life ahead of them and wasn't as smart and popular or whatever, but it's just so sad to think mm-hmm. about, you know? Especially since he was presented and remembered as such, being such a good, Person. wholehearted human, like, towards other people, towards the environment, towards the world, and then he dies in that way. Like, what did he do to deserve that? No, he was experience, experiencing their culture by choice. That's horrible. That is fucking awful. That pioneer program better not be a thing anymore. <laughs> no, I hope that shut that down real quick. It better have, because <laughs> that is scary as hell that they promise protection for their you know, an American citizen. Yeah. Crazy. All right. You want to do a listener story? Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So today's listener story is from Alyssa. Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you. If you guys don't know by now, she's the best and she works with me. And I was asking people to send in listener stories the other day. She was like, oh my god, I have two. So (laughs) So we're going to read one of them for now. Yes. Yes. And... She also has sent in a bunch of requests for cases. So we've mentioned her before. Yes. All right. Also, another little background I just wanted to throw in. Alyssa also works as an EMT, as well as working the job that I work at with her. And this girl works like seven days a week. I'm not kidding. (laughs) She's crazy, but I love her. She's so cool. All right. I was working overnights when we get called for a 15-year-old female EDP, emotionally disturbed person. It was around 3 a.m. when we showed up to the house we were dispatched to. It looked like a regular house, but a bit creepy because there were woods all around it, so it was dark. We hear screaming coming from inside and are greeted at the door by a woman who looks exhausted. With the screaming coming from upstairs, we proceed in cautiously as we did not have police on scene, they were tied up on another call. Ew. That's really scary. I wouldn't go in. You'd have to, but I wouldn't. <laughs> the woman explains that her daughter stayed home from school today, saying she had a headache and has not been acting right. I tried to inquire more, but the mother just said, quote, I can't explain it. I have to show you. What the <gasps> fuck? Angels, is she possessed? I feel like she's literally, like, contorted into, like, Is she something... floating above the bed? Come here, I have to show you. Like, what? <laughs> I feel like oh she's, God. like, like walking, like, with her arm, like, you know, like a backstairs. Bed. Yeah. Like, that's the grudge. What I, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Like the grudge. Yeah. Okay. My partner and I proceed to walk up the stairs to the girl's bedroom. I was getting a feeling in my gut that something was off, but I just figured it was because it was the middle of the night for a psych call. She was laying on the floor just staring at the ceiling. Oh my god. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't move upon us walking into her room. She just stared blankly at the ceiling. Her mom tried to call her name, but still no response. I looked around the room and noticed a lot of occult-type books. Oh, fuck. (gasps) She's possessed. Fuck. Why am I laughing? I'm nervous. If you don't know by now, we laugh when we're nervous. I'm so nervous. All right. 
I take the mother into the hall and ask if her daughter has any known drug use. The mother denies, but says her daughter has been reading a lot into black magic and the occult. She said, quote, it's just a phase my daughter is going through. She spends all day and night reading those books. I told her to get rid of them, but she said she's doing research, whatever that means. But my daughter would never do drugs. She just practices Satanism. <laughs> but no drugs. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. At this point, I'm convinced that her daughter has taken some sort of drug and is having a bad trip. My partner goes to try to get a blood pressure on her when she suddenly screams. Oh my god, that's horrifying. <laughs> I would have peed my pants. Me too. But it's almost like an animalistic scream. Yeah. Still staring at the ceiling, she starts arching her back. No, I knew it. I swear I didn't read it. I swear. Come on. I swear. She starts arching her back and just screaming over and over again. At this point, police show up and come upstairs to make sure we are okay. When the police, or I'm sorry, when the officer comes to the door of the bedroom, he immediately goes to my partner who is trying to get the girl to calm down. They are both just calling her name over and over again, but she just keeps screaming. She finally just falls back down to laying. She starts to speak, but it's it's so low that we can't hear it. I have the chills. I have full body chills right now. Everywhere. They're all over me. Into my toes. My legs are, like, clenched together. <laughs> I start to walk toward her to try to hear her better. I... Oh, God. I what bend down near her and say, quote, Hey, what's wrong? What happened tonight? She finally turns her head, and her look gives me chills. Oh, my God. Normally, when you look at a person, look into their eyes, there is a life there. A soul. With her there was nothing. It was just like looking into blank doll eyes. Stop it. Oh, God. She just stared at me, not saying anything. Creeped out, I back up and ask her mother what she wants us to do. The mother wants her to go to the hospital. The girl, still staring, starts speaking again, but it sounds mumbled so no one can understand. Oh, God, she was speaking the devil's tongue. Oh, literally, that's what I'm picturing, (laughs) her, like, speaking in tongues. Yeah. Parcel tongue, like yeah, Harry Potter. That's exactly what she was doing. I walk down the stairs and outside to get my my Reeves, a piece of equipment used to carry someone out of a home, because I don't think we will be getting her to walk on her own, unless maybe she's walking backwards and upside down. <laughs> Once I get my Reeves and my stretcher set up, I take a deep breath and walk back inside. I get that same gut feeling again walking up, and I am greeted by the girl still blankly staring where... I had left. Oh. oh my god. We go to try to get her on the Reeves when she starts screaming again and arching her back. <gasps> Between me, my partner, the cop, and the mother, we are able to get her secured into the Reeves to carry her out of the home, the entire time just screaming. We put her on the stretcher when she then stares at me again and starts <gasps> hissing now! No, no. <laughs> No, Alyssa, why have you never told me this? Oh, can you imagine? God, she was so possessed. The entire ride, she was just giving me that blank, lifeless stare and alternating between hissing, screaming, and mumbling words. She was trying to curse you. Oh my god. I wonder what actually happened, though. Once we got to the hospital, uh, she suddenly went limp and just stared at the ceiling again. 
We took her off our stretcher, placed her on the hospital bed, gave report to the nurse, and left. I don't know if she was on something, had a psychotic break, or something else, but I will never forget the blank, lifeless stare. Alyssa, you need to find out what happened. You have to. I am so invested right now in this girl. You have to. Okay, either she had some kind of psychotic break, or she was literally fucking possessed. And her mom's like, I don't know what to do. She was doing dark magic and shit. She said she stayed home because she had a headache. Yeah, because the the devil thing was taking over her, her body. Oh my god, that is literally the most terrifying thing. Uh, I don't, I cannot believe you've never told me this story before. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna have nightmares of this woman tonight. I, I don't even you, know what she looks like. I bet you she. How do you not have nightmares of her, Alyssa? I would. <laughs> Of just her eyes, like, staring Ew. at you. And her arching on the back and hissing and stuff. And oh, I wonder if tongue. it was, like, super violent. Like, you could tell, like, it wasn't her, like, able to control it. You know what I mean? I wonder if she literally put herself in some kind of, like, disillusional state from doing all this dark yeah. stuff. Or, or if she, she actually got... really high. Or if she actually got possessed. Right. Like, she called in the devil. Oh, Papa my. Ligma. Stop it. <laughs> Don't even say that word. I'm so scared. Papa Ligma. Stop. <laughs> Just his name. I feel like he's going to appear in the window or something. There he is. Shut up. <laughs> no, that was terrifying. Thank you so much for sending that in. We cannot wait to read your next one. I'm yeah. not, I'm promising I'm not going to look ahead even Same. though I really want to. Same. Yeah. I'm excited to read the next one. That was fucking insane. <laughs> that was. I get so much life out of listener stories. It's unreal. Same. Because I think, I go home and think about them. I'm like, wow. I hope you guys like listening to us just as much as we like listening to you. Right? (laughs) Because it's like insane for me. I'm like, wait, that really happened? Oh, God. How fucking crazy. So scary. I hope that girl's okay now. I know. I want to know what happened to her. I wonder if Father Philip went and helped her out. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) He blessed her. Oh, God. I'm scared. <laughs> That's why I'm making jokes and awkwardly laughing right now. I'm actually scared. I don't like anything dealing with possession. Me either. That shit... No, that, I can't that do that. That is the reason why I used to sleep with my lights on for a month when I was, like, a younger, like, a kid when I watched, like, possession movies or something. Yeah. The last movie I honestly watched like that was Paranormal Activity. Yeah. I cannot mine was, watch that I think shit. mine was Annabelle. No, I told you the other episode. I, I've never... I can't watch Annabelle. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That stuff freaks me the fuck out. And, like, as a Dolls. kid, I think I was and like, possession. Oh. No, thank you. I know. As a kid, I was like, it'll be funny. It's scary. But, like, no, it actually scared the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And I didn't sleep for, like, months without my light on. I'm a big scary movie and horror movie fan, just not when it comes to that Yeah, like stuff. that kind Like, of there's a stuff. line for me. Yeah. I agree. Anything that... Someone can come out of the tea and possess Ooh. TV and possess me. <laughs> no thanks. Cindy, the TV's leaking. Yeah. What um, what was that movie we watched with Kate and Ashley? Was it what was it called? Invisible Man. Is that what it was? Did we watch that? I think we did. Where? Or did we turn that off? No, <laughs> or we did definitely I just watched like, it. Black out. I think you might have blacked out. We definitely watched it, but it was the girl from. Oh um, yeah, from Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. I was just thinking of a quiet, quiet place. That was so good. I don't think I've seen it. Oh wait, you left that morning. We watched that yeah. after. And I went home. Oh, we place. watched the first and the second. Quiet place. Everyone watch it. 
It has uh, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, and it's so fucking good. I have to. I have it's to watch so it. good, and I have like usually you know when you see this the second like the sequel of a movie and you're like oh that wasn't as good as the first. It was better. It was just as good, and I loved what I loved about it was. They continued the second one right where the first one left off. Okay. It's I need so to good. watch it. Yeah. <sighs> Anything All right. else? I don't think so. Have a good New Year's. Yeah, let's give our little uh, spiel because I think we forget that sometimes. Yeah, easily forgettable. Yeah. But you can go to our Facebook, Crime Cults and Coffee. That's where we have our resources and our photos from every episode. If you're like me, I have to look, I have to put a face to a name when I'm listening to things, especially through podcasts. I'm very visual, so I have to go up and look at the person's pictures. So we already did that for you. It's on our Facebook for every episode, Mm -hmm. so make sure you check that out. In our highlights tab, y'all. Yeah. And please leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it. We'll send you a sticker. Yeah, we'll send you a sticker. And check out our merch. On Instagram, it links directly to the website where you can buy it, or you can go to riotbabe.com and go to the Crime Colts and Coffee link. Yes, check we it still out. We have fun shirts and t-shirts and tanks left. Yep. We have some mugs left. Hopefully, we'll have more stuff coming for the winter. That's the goal. And that's about it. All right, we will see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. resources follow us at crime cults and coffee on instagram and facebook